there's always going to be a problem. There mm-hmm. will always be a problem. There's mm-hmm. always going to be something that you need to find a solution for. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes you a great entrepreneur is if you mm-hmm. can if you can look at a problem and say, how do I solve this problem? Because mm-hmm. problems don't just go away. Mm-hmm. Hey, welcome everyone to another episode of Ecom Life. My name's John. I'm Brian. And it's been a minute, man. It's been a little yeah. bit, right? Yeah, we haven't been on the podcast in a while. Yeah. So we thought we'd do it with a big bang. <laughs> yeah, happy Halloween. You'll see this hopefully in Halloween. Dude, it's so hard to see How do you... through this. <laughs> You're saying I look like an old lady. You kind of do. Do I? I'm looking at the screen. I kind of do. Have you ever seen it's a banana be a drink water before? No. Well, I have now. I'm is a, that, is that I'm water? I'm a dehydrated banana. Is that, is that a... Ba-dum-tsh. Oh, my gosh. Is that... Is that... <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Terrible. Already dropping the dad jokes. Yeah. Well, I so, am a dad, you know. So that's true. Is that really water? It looked like tea or something. No, it's water. What's that chunky stuff around it? It's from my vitamins. <laughs> okay. Don't be jealous. It's got vitamins in it. Leave it alone. Yeah. This this episode's off to a bang. Yeah, we're so, getting there. Since it's Halloween, we thought it'd be cool to to do some. Uh, Horror stories from business. While being dressed up. Yes, while being dressed up and being festive. And so we all know that, you know, business, it can be treacherous, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I I was thinking, it it wasn't, (laughs) let's just put it this way. It wasn't hard for me to think of some horror stories in business. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of crazy, man. I've got a lot. Yeah. But they're all worth it. Like, well, yeah. Like they're horrible when they're happening, right? Mm -hmm. Like you feel like garbage. Yeah. I'll get into mine in a minute. I, got a really good you, I don't even know what you're going to, I don't yeah, know. It's okay, man. It's okay. I, I don't it's know yours. Yeah. But that's the thing. I, you know, I think a lot of times it's going to be really hard for people to take us seriously with these costs. <laughs> I was going to make like this really cool point on business. No, it's but hard for people to take me seriously without a costume. That's, that's very true. But, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know how you were, but I remember, you know, when I was first starting to become an entrepreneur and thinking and looking at people that were successful and not realizing just the pitfalls and some of the horror stories you have to go through to to get where, to where you want. I don't know. Maybe I was naive that way, but I was like, oh, that person's successful. And they, they probably just whizzed right through it, you know? I'd even say while they're being successful, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. It's a state that you become successful and all of a uh-huh. sudden people are just feeding you grapes, right? And it's yeah. just all honky-dory, right? <laughs> honky-dory. Honky-dory. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 from my mom. My mom says that all the time. Don't blame your mom for your brightisms. No, I'm not blaming her, man. That's a that's a positive thing. I like honky dory. Um, but uh, <laughs> even even when you're successful, you yeah. still have horror stories, right? Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Jeff Bezos was talking about, and he said, you know, like he's he's made mm-hmm. billions of dollars of mistakes even today mm-hmm. right but he's also made billions of dollars of successful mm-hmm. things right and so that's what that's what business is about is trial and error and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how big you get <laughs> you're still going to have trials and errors <laughs> that's the honest truth from a banana <laughs> No, you're right. It's <laughs> dude, I just look over your banana suit. <laughs> banana suit. I don't know why it's cracking me up. Talking about I've seen the importance it. of uh, being successful. Jeff Bezos. Jeff yeah. Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I promise. I know I'm dressed like a hippie, but I didn't smoke before this episode. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's true, man. It's just it really is um, a series of roller coasters. We were talking just the other day, actually, how 
business is fun. Even fun. even during the challenging times, it That's almost what makes, makes it. Yeah, fun, yeah. Like the challenges. You want to talk are what about that? that kind of that conversation we had. Yeah, with. yeah. Like I don't know. For me, it's, you said roller coaster, right? Like business that can was, be a yeah, roller coaster. A, mm-hmm. And for me, I looked at it and I thought about it as you said that. And you're like, the challenges are what are fun. And then I thought mm. about like a true roller coaster. Like if you got on a roller coaster and it just like went straight the whole time <laughs> yeah. and like turned around and came back to the to the stop, right? Would uh-huh. that be a fun roller coaster? <laughs> like, no, the thrills, right, are the scariest part of the roller coaster. Here's some more business tips from a banana. <laughs> <laughs> just the tip. But, <laughs> but <laughs> But if a, if a roller coaster was just flat, uh-huh. right, and just yeah. straight, it, it would not. That's not what makes it fun. What makes yeah. it fun is when you do the loop, right? When you yeah. have the thrill, when you feel yeah. like you're gonna fall, it's when you're so upside true. down. And mm-hmm. for me, like thinking about all the times in business, right? Like uh-huh. the good times are great, but what's been even better is when I've taken challenges face on, and I've said, you know what? Like I'm gonna take this on, and I'm gonna figure <laughs> it out, right? <laughs> Should I take this banana suit off and stop no, laughing? No, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, you're just so serious. <laughs> 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 I'm really sorry, guys, for for our, our dozens of viewers out there. But anyway, go ahead. It's okay. No, I'm a banana. It's all right. <laughs> no, no, it's true. Like it would be boring if it was just you know the straight line. The, ro- the roller coat, the the ups and downs are what make it fun for real. No, dude. 100%. I mean, I, I honestly didn't. It's funny because I I really hadn't you thought didn't about think it. about no, that with I, the roller coaster. Really like I I don't know. I've been thinking about that since yesterday. Like. That is truly what makes life fun, right? Is the thrills in life and in business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, are you ready to talk about this? <laughs> Why don't you yeah. go first? I don't know if I get through my. We want to. We want to share some of our <laughs> horror you go, stories. You can go first. I don't know if I can get through it. You go. You go okay, first. Okay. Uh, I'm going to look at the camera. I'm not going to look at you anymore. So one of one of my horror stories, right? I think I've told you guys about like my first sell. Like my. Oh, maybe I haven't. I'll tell it right now. Okay. This is a this is a positive story here before I tell my horror story. So it's <laughs> No, oh just keep gosh. that out. Just keep going. All right. <laughs> so what uh my my first sell that I ever had was with a college with BYU and I sold them leather book covers. Yeah. Right? And I went in there and I'd like put together this whole portfolio. Mm-hmm. It looked like garbage, right? But I'd made these really cool leather book covers by hand myself. I went in and I think I sold like 30 or 60 of them. I can't remember, mm-hmm. but it was a lot, right? To me, it was a lot, mm-hmm. right? And I remember like just like how good that felt, yeah. you know? And then I slowly started like expanding out from doing leather working mm-hmm. to actually doing woodworking mm-hmm. and laser engraving. And so me and my neighbor decided it would be a great idea when I got my laser mm-hmm. engraver to go to a, a show here in Utah called What? It's an expo. It's mm-hmm. called What a Woman Wants Expo. We're like, man, we're going to go. And we're going to sell crush it. so much freaking yeah. product. Because women want leather-bound books. <laughs> not, no, it wasn't leather. This was like laser-cut like signs oh. and like yeah. all this different stuff. Like we had like all these different – like we had these custom order forms to order personalized mm-hmm. products. And we had made this like whole like backdrop and mm-hmm. we had done like all these things. We even did – he even made these they're, – they're called um, bandsaw – reindeer mm-hmm. where you like take a two by four and you cut them out and you oh, make cool. it look like a it looks like a like a real reindeer it, like stands uh-huh. up has four legs you look it up if you haven't seen it look up bandsaw reindeer they're pretty cool oh, so nice. he, he made a bunch of these uh, but we made like ten thousand dollars worth of product Jeez. like like wood signs like i'd like milled the lumber just another reason print on demand together. rocks right i'd done all this stuff yeah but you could still do shows with print on demand that's cool too but uh 
Uh, you order the product, go to the show, exactly. but we can get into that another time. But uh, I uh, I ordered all this pro- or made all this product, set it all up. Uh, he did like a like a hundred or two hundred bandsaw reindeer. Like we'd done like Jeez. all. It was a big expo. Like there's like thirty Where was it at? forty thousand people. Like it's like like three or four days of just people coming through in for salt Christmas. lake or what yeah yeah mm. and so it was in salt lake it's it's over at the south town expo center <laughs> <laughs> but so we we made all these products right we went to the show like we filled up a covered trailer full yeah. of product filled up the back of his truck um we went down there and at the end of the show after like yeah. five days of sitting in this booth trying to get people to buy product we only sold enough to pay for the booth and to pay for lunches. Oh, <laughs> we came home. Hey, at least, did you, like, so you didn't lose money then, I guess. Huh? Yeah, we didn't lose well, money. Well, I guess you, you had like, all that well, inventory. We had, yeah, we lost money on the inventory. Mm-hmm. And so we had all this inventory. And so we're sitting here trying to like. Maybe you should have worn a banana suit. Disc- I should have <laughs> like been like, hey, buy a product <laughs> from us today. So was there a lot of traffic at this show? There was a ton of people. So why don't you think people bought it? What, what the problem was is that I think we were. We were too generic. Well, I, women I really even, just didn't want your stuff, I guess. No, they. A lot of the product that we were making was more heirloom quality. Mm. This is like where I took the learning from this. Yeah. Like, like we were doing like hard, like 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 maple, like mm-hmm. you know, like and like oak and cherry, mm. like really expensive woods, and like you know they're like two hundred dollars a sign mm-hmm. on some of the signs. You know, some of the other products were a little bit less mm-hmm. expensive. You know, but. They put our booth right next to a booth of these women that had a cricket, mm. and they were just doing sticker signs where they'd paint oh, the back yeah, of the yeah. sign and then mm-hmm. they'd do the stickers. And so both of us did bad. Oh. Like both of our mm. booths did horrible because I feel like it was placement of where we were at. I see. And they put us in a weird spot on mm. the expo. And uh, yeah, it just didn't turn out the way that I thought it was going to turn out. And so, so what'd you learn it from made, it? It made me go back to the drawing board and start making different types of So products. you didn't give up? No, that, that it's actually one of the reasons why I got into laser cut Christmas ornaments. Mm. That was that was one of the big pushes for that was getting mm-hmm. into uh, a less expensive product yeah. that I could sell more volume of. Yeah. And then I started pushing Etsy more after that expo and, and all that stuff. And so it sucked really bad. Mm-hmm. Like. I came home, my wife's like, so how did it go? And I was just like, <laughs> uh, I ate just, lunch. <laughs> yeah. I bought a sandwich. At the time, like, I know I'm laughing about it now, but at the time it really Were you, Did you feel really super, sucked. you felt defeated? Yeah, because I had all the, like I bought a laser engraver, I bought all this woodworking equipment, I bought all this inventory. So not only was I $10,000 in yeah. like on product, but I was like $40,000 into my Jeez, business, yeah. right? And I just kind of made me question like, am I why am I doing this? Like, should yeah. I be doing a business? Like nobody yeah. wants what I want, right? Mm-hmm. What I've got. But it made me realize as well mm-hmm. at like in hindsight, right? Like it mm-hmm. made me realize that long term that like, they just didn't like my product. Mm-hmm. It's not that they didn't like me. It's that they didn't like that product. And so I had to go back and mm-hmm. start changing my products to what people wanted. Yeah. And then once I changed my products to what people wanted is when I started making money. Yeah, I heard a quote the other day on a podcast I was listening to. I even did a TikTok about it. So follow at Ecom Life <laughs> TikTok and you can see it. But hashtag the hippie. I don't know if it's. <laughs> I don't know if it's. Jeez. Oh, I don't know if it's posted yet. But anyway, the, the quote is a failure venture. It's the guy that started Butcher Box. Actually, I was watching a How oh. I Built This. Oh, that's cool. And he says he he said the lesson he learned because he had failed in a venture he miserably, and uh, he said he realized a cuss, uh, a failed venture doesn't make a failure a failed entrepreneur. I like uh, that a lot. Entrepreneur. 
I said that wrong. But yeah, I, I you a know, a failed venture does not make a failed entrepreneur. Yeah, I like that because yeah, I mean, it, I, I I just see your story that you just told right there, and it's let's be honest, it, you felt like it was a failed venture, yeah. right? I don't know if that's a venture per se, but an event, right? Yeah, a failed opportunity. But it's so easy. I yeah. would say something that so, I felt was a big opportunity for me to mm-hmm. make some quick cash, and it didn't work. Yeah, yeah. It's true, man. It's like, but so many people, that's where they give up, right? Because they're like, oh, this didn't work out the way I thought it was going to work out. And so maybe I'm not an entrepreneur. Maybe I shouldn't be going into business for myself. Maybe I, I don't have what it takes. But that's just part of the, the roller coaster we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's, it's a two sided coin because, mm-hmm. like, my other one mm-hmm. is our first Mother's Day selling together. Yeah. So I started making all this product and. The, fir- the first, the first, the first, the very okay. first one where I was laser cutting all the oh, yeah, yeah. myself <laughs> and everything. And, and I was doing all the personalization myself. So there's a, there's the first story is me failing at making sales. Right. Mm-hmm. And here I was losing motivation. It goes back to the quote I said the other day, <clears throat> um, I'll have to look it up, but, um, I'll look it up right now. It's, uh, take me just two seconds. Which one what, is it? It's, that? uh, the. Forget inspiration. A habit is more dependable. Mm-hmm. Octavia Butler. Yeah. And for me, it goes back to like motivation is a fleeting thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can feel great one day and then feel horrible mm-hmm. like 10 seconds later. Oh, yeah, like you sure. said, it's like, like business is a roller coaster and it's mm-hmm. about building those habits. And for me, the, the habit is like I am going to be a successful entrepreneur uh-huh. and I'm going to grow a business and I'm a problem solver, right? Yeah. And so I stick to his habits that I can do, right, by accomplishing mm-hmm. tasks and just keep keep going through. Doing the things you can control. Yeah, do, doing the, Instead doing of the hard about things. The things like, you can't. Even when things get hard, I still do the same mm-hmm. thing. It's like I'm mm-hmm. going to create a new product. I'm going to create a new item. I'm going to find a mm-hmm. new audience. I'm going to find someone to buy this. And what I would say is that first story was about me failing at not making sales, mm-hmm. right? So full circle. Um, it was about me not making any sales. This next story is about me making so many sales. Mm-hmm. It was overwhelming. Right. Yeah. And so it's like when Problem I met a you, lot of people want though. Yeah. When I met, when I <coughs> met me. you, you're like, let's start marketing this product. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a sign, right. That I was making myself. I was like, great, let's do it. And so we started marketing that, that sign and we sold, what was it? Like 5,000 of mm-hmm. them. Right. Yeah. And I was like, in a two weeks. Yeah. And there was more problems that came with that rather than having mm-hmm. a full uh, warehouse full of inventory. I had inventory problems. I had product problems mm-hmm. where like the wood was too wet where I couldn't stain it correctly, and then the laser engravers couldn't keep up. And then I had I couldn't keep up with the personalization that needed to be done. I was up to like 2 in the morning every night typing in personalization. And then I had some support ticket issues where I had like, you know, in like a week I had 100 tickets, right, of like, hey, my sign came out wrong or mm-hmm. whatever, right? And it, it like – it was that was overwhelming to me. I mm-hmm. almost had a heart attack that mm-hmm. that Mother's Day, and that was years ago, right? Like mm-hmm. way before everything else that we were doing and on POD and stuff. And and it was like here, there's always going to be a problem. There mm-hmm. will always be a problem. There's mm-hmm. always going to be something that you need to find a solution for. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes you a great entrepreneur is if you mm-hmm. can if you can look at a problem and say, how do I solve this problem? Because mm-hmm. problems don't just go away. Mm-hmm. Like as you scale, as you get bigger, there's always going to be another problem, right? By using another manufacturer, there might be another problem with that manufacturer or there might be a bunch of support tickets that you have to take care of or there might be an inventory issue or a shipping issue or uh, mm-hmm. uh, you typed in the description wrong and so they thought they were getting something when they were getting something else and there's always going to be something in your business 
that's a potential issue that now you have to find a solution for mm-hmm. always it doesn't matter even mm-hmm. when you're being successful even when you're not being successful there's always mm-hmm. something that you have to solve yeah yeah that's true yeah that's a cool story i, yeah. I didn't know that first story you were about the expo oh, i've never told you that story <coughs> no yeah, i hadn't dude. heard that it was a good time though like, yeah we did have fun at the expo you, ha- you got a like, sandwich out of it yeah i think that's i good. bought my wife a painting at that expo too <laughs> i think we still have it it's like a p- painting of christ or something oh yeah nice yeah and I, and the uh, the painter was actually there, and it was a painter that my wife was really big into, mm. so he signed it for me. See, there's always yeah. a sil- silver lining yeah. in everything. Yeah, there was. Yeah, so uh, just real quick on mine. Um, so I I had just gone full time becoming a seller. I've been selling on Teespring for probably at that time probably about two years, and then I decided to branch out and start a Shopify store and start selling other product besides just T-shirts. And I landed on this product. It was a it was a hoodie purse. It was a purse I made up. It's so hard to see. When I, <laughs> yeah. I get stuck inside this thing. Sorry. Go no, on. you're fine. And you interrupted so, me, so I didn't interrupt no, you. No, you're good. So, yeah. It, so it was this purse that was made out of hoodie material. Mm-hmm. And we got it from um, a distributor that had... That it was officially licensed, so I was able to get these purses that had like New York Na- Yankees on it. This was like dropship type yeah, stuff. Yeah, dropship right? type stuff. Or you were you were sourcing it and um, then warehousing it too, right? Um, not at that point. Okay. I, I was going uh, through a third part a, a distributor that would so, drop. So this it. was in between like mm-hmm. your your Teespring days. Teespring, and then re- when I really ramped up Shopify. When you started looking at, like, hey, I want to yeah. source unique products rather than yeah. just put designs just print, on yeah, everything. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I just yeah. wanted to No, no, no. Yeah, that's good. understand that. And so I uh, I started I, – I found this product, and it was selling like crazy. I had access to, like, all these um, all these amazing, like, teams, like uh, Buffalo Bills, whatever. That's Any cool. team you can think of, I could do it. And, and, you know, what I would do is I'd run Facebook ads to – women who were fans of these teams i just take an image of the hoodie purse and itself well anyway they they just kind of caught fire this was back in probably february and um they just started selling like crazy right and so i was i was working with the this uh manufacturer distributor was this when luke was doing your mock-ups for you? yes he was he was okay. doing my mock-ups and so we started getting low on inventory and i contacted the manufacturer well not me but i noticed I, I had a spreadsheet with and i said are you guys getting more of these in you know because I, if, if so i i i want to I want to sell them. <clears throat> He's like, oh, yeah, they're going to be back. They're going to be back by uh, March, right, or early April, something like that. Mm-hmm. Th- this is in 2016. And I was like, okay, well, what I'm going to do then is I'm going to continue selling it as a pre-order for Mother's Day. <laughs> and so I It'll start... be there by Mother's oh, Day. Oh, yeah, so yeah, because he, he said it'll be – oh, they're going to be – we're getting a bunch of them in. in it. So I went, I went like – Excuse my French balls to the wall. You went ham on it. I went. Ha- I, w- I was just like spending tons of money on ads, selling a ton of these, like tens of thousands of them. Wow. Just just getting orders, right? Getting orders for them, just piling up all these orders for them. And I was like, this is amazing, right? <laughs> Look at all this money. All of a sudden, March and end of March come. I'm like, hey, wh- where's the, the shipment? Oh, it's Chinese New Year and they're behind. And so these are going to be delayed till after Mother's Day. <laughs> So I promised all, like literally thousands of people that... Tens of thousands. Yeah, that we would have these purses to them for Mother's Day. And so I, I, the, the, I, I am proud of myself because I went on kind of proactive mode. I just started emailing a bunch of people. 
everyone that well, I think this part's a, a good part to you know like kind of yeah. like glasses half full or half empty type mentality because I was that. petrified man I spent all this money on ads right and I collected the money already for yeah. it so it was in my bank account yeah well and you kept spending ads because you're bringing yeah, the money exactly. in and so exactly. that you refund everybody I was going to be out of I was, I was like okay well, not just I guess out I'm of going business but bankrupt bankrupt completely because now bankrupt. you go you don't just go zero you could have charge back hundred two hundred thousand dollars worth of ad spend dude I was I was freaked out like i really thought i was gonna go bankrupt and we had planned this Scary, really nice man. trip to seattle and i it was i, I couldn't even enjoy that trip because i was doing customer service and but i was proactive i started emailing people and said hey i'm really sorry this is going to be delayed i should say they didn't say it was going to be there by they kept telling me oh no it's going to come next week so i kept thinking it was going to be coming Soon. by the final like end of april they're like end of april no problem it's going to be here it, it still didn't show up. And so I was actually, dude, I was actually going, trying to find these everywhere. I'd go on even Amazon. I'd see them on Amazon for sale. I'd buy like, I'd clean out them on Amazon and just drop ship it to my customers. Really? Oh, yeah. You I, were doing the shipping and stuff too? No, no, no. I would buy them on Amazon. And, and just have, have it, just put their information. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just have it sent over to them. I was contacting different distributors. Were you losing money on doing that? Uh, or were you selling them for more on Facebook? It was still a profit. Okay. Like, yeah, that that was the interesting thing. But I was trying to scour everywhere to find these purses, and then finally, I just I hit a wall. Right, I was like, I, I don't yeah, know what anymore. I'm going to do. And so I just started emailing clients like crazy, you know. And I I'd say, hey, I'm sorry. I'll give you fifty percent off your next order. I'll give you ten, twenty percent off this order if you just keep your order. You know, and the cool thing is, is most people are really chill about it just because I was proactive and, and, uh, but some people were super angry and I can understand why I, I totally messed up. I, I learned my lesson. I'd never do that again, you know, but, but yeah, I was like totally freaking out. I thought I was going to go bankrupt. Long story short, most of the purses did arrive after mother's day. And so even after mother's day, I was still doing emails, still customer service, Still trying to get people taken care of, but finally they got a bunch of them. And they finally landed, and everyone that wanted them still got them. And so I think I, I don't know the exact numbers, but I was looking back. I like I said, I thought I was going to go bankrupt. Oh yeah, but only two percent of people ended up canceling. Hmm. The rest were really cool to, to 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 work with to work with. So that that was a big learning experience for me. A not you know to to be careful with with the uh, with inventory management. Fortunately, with print-on-demand, that's a lot easier. But also, it was really cool to see that people are, you know, customers, I think, sometimes get a bad rap with the whole Karen thing, and you know, but there are really cool people out there that are willing to work with a small business. And so. I think it's your problem-solving ability, right? You know, yeah. you saw things as, like, you were seeing things as not as what they truly were, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But it made you decide to do something in a certain yeah. way. And for me, your decision was I'm going to be proactive and email yeah. people and this is the solution that I have for them. Yeah. And you said only 2%. Yeah, it, which was I know, man. It. I was you, I can't tell you, know, you how That's still a I big was. number when you're looking at tens of thousands. Yeah, know, it was like, still like yeah, a couple yeah. hundred people, but but when you look yeah. at the volume, right? Oh, yeah. Like you're looking at a at a volume play there, right? Mm -hmm. And so it still seems very overwhelming and at the mm -hmm. time it was probably very overwhelming, oh you know. But if you were to look back now, like would you have worried as much as you did? I don't know. <coughs> I don't think you would have. Maybe if not. If you would have known the outcome. Well, yeah, if I, if I would have known the outcome. but That's how it always is, yeah, right? Yeah, it's true. 
Yeah, Tony Robbins always says, Mm -hmm. you know, he's like, I always laugh when people say, we're going to look back on this and laugh. Uh And he goes, if you're going to do that later, well, don't waste your time. Just do it now, now. right? Why don't you just laugh right now? Yeah, there was, I definitely didn't feel like laughing. I felt like crying. Probably felt like throwing up, right? Throwing up. Yeah, I I was, I just never forget. I was on the, we booked this really cool vacation to to Seattle, like Great Wolf Lodge, all these cool places. I like Great Wolf Lodge. I could not, I was worried the entire time. And I was up, when my my family go to sleep, I'd stay up till like one o'clock, two o'clock answering tickets, you know? Yeah. So, but you get through it, you know, it's just like, we say this a lot here, but it's a lot, not a lot. All these problems are temporary, you know, yeah. and you learn from them too. Yeah. That's you learn the from them. Thing. Do you learn yeah. a lot from, from your problems? And yeah. You know, okay. Well, in the future, this, you know, there's always a gift on the other so. side of pain. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just the, the fact, I, at least for me, what I've seen. So yeah, it's, you know, there definitely are horror stories like that, but yeah, you just adapt, you go on. And I think you have to have that mindset when you're when you're um, an entrepreneur, especially in e-com. You know, as you know, shipping issues, manufacturer issues are always going to pop up. But it's your it's your ability to, it's to think mindset, on your feet. It's the mindset of saying nothing's going to stop me from getting the outcome that I want. Mm-hmm. There might be things that are placed in front of me that are preventing me from getting that mm-hmm. outcome, but it doesn't mean it's going to stop me from getting that outcome. It means I'm going to work around it. Yeah until I can get the outcome that I want, right? And every single one of you, you know what the outcome is that you want to achieve, right? You've probably sat down and said, why am I running a business? Why am I doing this? What is the why uh-huh. in e-commerce or business or whatever you're doing? What is my why for this? And then what is the what is the problem that's in front of me right now mm-hmm. that's affecting me from getting to the outcome that I want to achieve? And mm-hmm. your why will help you through it. You know, you'll always mm-hmm. figure it out. Yeah. Very cool. So, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, thanks for sharing those stories. Yeah. I hope that was helpful, guys. You know, Halloween season's the, the spookiest time of year. I could I, That's just the most scared I think I've been in my life over a month. Really? <laughs> well, not like a jump scare kind of thing, but as far as stress and yeah, just very being scared about the future, yeah. So, yeah, that it was a... It was a big deal, but yeah, you just, you just keep going. And so, and it always works out. Let us know in the comments if you have horror stories too, and share this with others that may be going through um, something similar today. I'd love to hear what your, your comments are on, um, yeah. on your stories because everyone has them. If you've and been I, in business, I want to state this again, you guys. Life is like <laughs> a roller coaster, your business is like a roller coaster. The best part about it is being upside down. that's the scariest part honestly that's the best part of the roller coaster it's the thrill right when life is good sometimes it can seem very bland yeah Yeah, that's true right we need to have things thrown at us to change up our lives to make us better to make us want to be better to do better right those thrills might be scary right but I don't know. I'm a I'm a roller coaster mm-hmm. guy. I love roller coasters. So if you don't like roller coasters, maybe this doesn't work for you, right? You're like, yeah. that's why I don't get on roller coasters, right? But for me, I love that, man. Uh-huh. I love you know being dropped from a really high place or mm-hmm. being thrown for a loop. You know, yeah, it's it's great, you know, and it's it's what makes my life joyable. Yeah, enjoyable, honestly. So yeah, so thanks, guys. Um, if you enjoyed this content, make sure you uh, like and subscribe. 
and follow us all on our lo- on our uh, socials, Ecom Life. And um, yeah, we're going to be doing more interview style podcasts in the future yeah. coming up. Um, we really want to interview uh, people that have extraordinary stories. And like you said, everyone has an extraordinary story. Everybody. But ordinary people with ex- extraordinary stories. If you've you know? lived, if you've lived a life, you've got <clears throat> an extraordinary story that you can share. And so. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, all right, guys. Well, thank you. And then until next time, we'll see you on another episode of Ecom Life. See you guys. Hey guys, thank you so much for watching this video. If you liked it, could you do me a huge favor and like this video? Also, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got tons of great content there. And if you want to connect with us on social media, check out the links in the description. And we look forward to seeing you there.